Welcome back. Welcome back. This is EP12, a bottom of the net. Man, we got a, uh, I think we're gonna have a pretty good damn episode today. I'm your host, Cam, my co host, Cal. We got Nigel in the building, boy Kyrie, and that man, 93. You know what I'm saying? Got the squad in the building, starting five in the building. You know what I'm saying? Um, so today we're looking at for our topics, we got triple threat. We got discuss your favorite narrative or least favorite narrative for the season. Um, most overrated player of all time. Who is the most talented player of all time? Just straight up raw talent. And then where does Steph Curry rank all time? Y'all ready? Sure. Let's get it. Let's get it. Um, we're going to start off with triple threat. EJ. Alright, so for my triple threat, I got LeBron, Joe Brown, Shaq, Cersei. Triple threat, I got Muhammad Abdul Rauf, Justin Tillman, and uh, Jokic. For my triple threat, I got Jason Tatum, David Robinson, and Mike James. I have um, AD, I got Kareem, and I have Victor Wembanyama. I got Will Clyburn, Will Chamberlain, and Kyrie Irving. These are some, those are some crazy teams. Love to see it. That boy got hype. That boy got hype. He's not getting no boards. He's not getting no boards. Everything's getting blocked. These stats about to look like zero points, zero steals, 20 blocks, and 20 rebounds. That's the stat sheet. Anthony <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Davis gonna get hurt. It's okay. Facts. I don't hey, do that. Hey, bro, gonna, bro, just gonna tie your shoe. Ankle broken. Oh man. He can't wear low top coats. Yeah, he can't wear low top coats. <laughs> All right, we gonna boy frail. <laughs> Ankles is made of glass, man. That's the glass boy. <laughs> um, we gonna transition into our first major topic of the uh, this episode, and we're gonna uh, talk about. Our favorite or least favorite narratives for this current season. EJ, start us off. So my favorite narrative, man. And um, actually, I made a video on this. I haven't put it out yet, though. But uh, the Portland Trailblazers, I think that they're a slept-on team that don't get talked about too much. And I feel like they're going to be like in a 4 or 5 seed in the West. Mm-hmm. And that's my dark horse mm-hmm. in the in – the, um, Throughout the whole West, man, I, I really think they're gonna be a solid team, man. Like down from Dame to 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 Simon, them two was clicking last night, man. They look real good last night. I feel like they can make a push and scare one of these top teams in the West, man. I feel real good about Portland, and I just like their bench situation, man, with Shaden Sharp and all that. And um, and, um yeah, we're good here. Really dear, man. That that boy that boy's fire, man. I really like Shaden Sharp a lot, man. And Nazir Little, I like him too. So they got a real solid squad, bro. And and GP two over there. I completely forgot he was even over there when I was watching him play the Suns last night. I'm like, damn, they ain't even got him yet. I mean, he ain't even hit the court yet. So I'm like, Yeah, I, I, I think Portland this their whole that whole like thing and Chauncey Bills being over there and creating like a championship culture. I feel like they're gonna be somebody that y'all gonna really be paying attention to later on in the season. I like that. That's I like a fact. That. Uh, Kyrie, feel me? I gotta go to Golden State. I gotta see how we gonna bounce back. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all though. Out of 
out of any NBA team I could think of, our bench, like our depth and how young we are, I think we probably are the deepest. We got to be the deepest, bro. We got to be top five three-point shooting team in the <laughs> league. So, like, I'm waiting to see how they're going to incorporate Iggy. I'm waiting to see how, how these vets is going to play, how these vets is going to find a role with the young boys. They're going to end up giving, I feel like they're going to end up giving Jordan Poole he got to get like 30 minutes again. He's going to end up playing about the same minutes, if not a little bit little, than Stephen Clay. So I want to see how they could keep developing and take the, take this shit again, for real. To be honest with you. Honestly, um, I was watching them play. Jordan looks like his confidence is shaking. Like, you watch him play, he looks timid. He doesn't want to shoot the ball. Well, it's two games, but as far as I can see, he was. Yeah, it's too early, though. We're going to let this. It's because he got punched in the face, so every crowd's calling him a B-word, word two. Nah. Until he <laughs> get him 30. If any away game, you know damn well people are talking crazy in the, in the crowd, bro. You got knocked out on camera. Stop it. And you know Jordan yeah, Poole, was... you know Jordan Poole yeah, always worried about the women, boy. He, my boy got put out. He said, you see the whole scene that. He was like, damn. <laughs> he got the bag, so he good, man. Yeah, he got the bag. It out. Yeah, yeah, the bag, the bag, kind of that kind of helped the situation, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? He's like, all right, like, he got popped, man. He got his bag though, so it's all good. <laughs> I listen, I've never seen getting punched in the face get you a hundred and something million dollars. That, that's, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> no, but you know that means Draymond going right? Yeah, they pay yeah. Wiggins too. Draymond's out of there. Yeah, they yeah they pay Wiggins. Yeah, unless he unless he player option. True that, but um, Nigel, we gonna go to you next. Um, my narrative is the Lakers being a playing team. Uh, that shit is bullshit. I definitely think that they will definitely be worse than a playing team because the way that their the way that their team is constructed, bro. And, and this is coming from a Lakers fan. That's the bad part. You have to move pieces out of there in order to at least be a playing team, or even to be at least a sixty. Because like, who would I move? Yeah, Man, you move? That's not even a question. You know who I'm moving, Russ. You moving rush with with, with what? Huh? With picks? I say picks. A player like Buddy Hield, like I, I would get Buddy Hield on a trade. Like literally, you need a shooter. That team has the worst three point shooting percentage out of the whole league, and that that says a lot. But that's Palinka's fault. She should have known that was. We we can't blame it on nobody else but the front office. But at the end of the day, like if I'm if I'm the Lakers, I'm packing up um, Westbrook and AD because AD continues AD. to get hurt, and I'm I'm sending them to the to Indiana. I'll take Buddy Hield and Miles Turner right now. And AD, he already was having issues, and it's only the third game of the season. But my thing is, if I'm giving up AD, I'm at least giving up the two picks, and you gotta give me at least Tyrese Halliburton back with that too. Yeah. Oh, I, nah, I seen something now, now you talking, talking about. And now he's talking. He's like he was talking about sending the rest to Charlotte. Feel me for like Kelly Oubre, PJ Washington. It was like somebody else though. But and you know what? And I would be I would not be against that because that team would be mad, like entertaining to watch. Hayward, that's who it was. It was Gordon Hayward, PJ Washington, and uh, Kelly Oubre. For, I, don't, I don't want Gordon Hayward. Not for us. It's for us. For us. That's not a bad. I'm not, paying, I'm not paying that Gordon Hayward contract. Are you stupid? No, I'd rather pay Terry Rozier than to play than to pay Gordon Hayward's contract. Hell, you're paying Gordon Hayward. 
He's a wing. What if they, what if they talk to him and reconstruct his contract? What if they from him? They could do that yeah. and I'll take him. But if he's not reconstructing his contract, I'm not taking him. Yeah. Him. How it's, much? It's, how much is it? He has a big contract. That's I don't think it's yeah. It's crazy. Like thirty thirty seven million dollars a year. It's thirty eight. Something like that. But my thing is, it's like he he gets. Cal, you you said you paying that Cal. You paying that? He gets. Yeah, like he gets that much money and can't stay healthy on the court. All right, um, let's get back on track. Cal, what's your what's your narrative that you like or don't like for the season? My narrative is the Brooklyn Nets. I want to see if they can mess together. They played pretty decent. They're one and one right now. Um, for me, it's just how Ben Simmons looks in uh, in the regular season and more so the playoffs. Like, I just want to see him be more consistent with scoring. I know he's at five, eight, and nine or some stupid shit like that. But I just want to see him be more aggressive on the offensive end. Like, bro, go to the rack. You're like 6'9", 2'8", bro. Taller than most players. You could do a little sky hook. But he hasn't played in so long, so he's still trying to get that stride of, like, in-game basketball. Like, you could be in shape, but, like, there's nothing like getting in shape, like, in-game shape. It's different. Like, in-game mentality. He doesn't have that yet. Even even so, bro, I see him pass up wide open dunks. I'm like, bro, dunk the ball. Bro, he he passed him wide open He has to gain his mentality and confidence back, bro. It's been what? Didn't they say it was like like 500 days since he last played? Something like that. He's nowhere but near more, the mentality he should be, bro. I want to see him dominate games. I think it's going to come. I think it's going to come. I mean, yeah. that's kind of like the same thing with Clay too. Like Clay, when he first came back, like his first play was a dunk, but after that, you saw him kind of like lose his confidence, gain his confidence. That was wild. Yeah. Boy came back yammed on him first play, supposed to shoot it. But but back to the uh, to the Brooklyn Nets, I will definitely say like Royce O'Neal was a good pickup for them, and I could <laughs> see him matching really really well with that team. I can't say that the Brooklyn Nets played well. I will say Kyrie and KD played well, though. But that's just me. They still don't have Joe. They still have that. Um, they lost Bruce. They don't have a center. Claxton is not reliable. So they're probably going to run a small ball until to the end of the season. I don't know why I mean, Nash but, but, implementing the seven-second offense with a team like that. Yeah. And, I mean, they have, uh, De- they have De'Ron Sharp, right? I think so. Yeah, he's like he's not. Who's that? He's not a. He's not a bad big. He's young. He's young. I think you have to develop. That. But, That's uh, just like not. Kessler. You think he's ready Kessler. for that? Hmm? Say it again. You think he's ready for that? Mm-mm. Exactly. He's not ready. My, he's not ready. My issue is that Steve Nash has still failed to implement an offense for them. You can't let two dudes play iso ball the whole time and think you're going to win games like that. I feel like the Nets always look like that, though. Like every time you watch them play, it's like it's that ISO ball. Everybody kind of just sitting around the corner, waiting to get, wait, waiting to take a shot. And then you got Kyrie and KD, man. It's, that shit is lame, bro. Like even when Harden was there, it was kind of like, all right, like, everybody kind of just like just standing around and shit. Like it's a real basic offense, man. And he right, bro. He needed it. Steve Nash should have been there, something like that, bro. I don't know what's. What's the holdup? But they they gonna have to make some changes throughout the season. Definitely playing those great teams in the East, man. They gonna have to make some changes for sure. I think when you look at the Brooklyn Nets back when they had D'Lo, like that was the ISO team itself too. So it's like Kenny Atkinson should have done something oh. about that too. Okay. Yes, they were. 
I agree with Nigel. It was definitely an ISO team. They were an ISO team, bro. They had D Lo, Karis Levert, who I, I forget who else they had, but those two players right there are ISO, bro. They ISO the whole game, them two guys. Watching too much, probably. But he had a system. But Kenny's a good coach. He's Kenny better than a, Steve he Nash. He had a better system than Steve Nash. I'll agree to that, too. But they did play. I definitely think. I definitely but, think, think they're the, they the best players in the world. Like, how, how could you not expect them to go out there and try to get a buck? KD's problem was that there was no seam. There was no offensive system. KD had an issue with that. If your star that, that player is telling defense. you, hey, man, we need an offensive system, doesn't that – something's supposed to click. Is KD yeah. going to buy into the system? I believe so. Yeah. He did it for Golden State. He did it for OKC with Westbrook. That's Golden State, so we can't even. Yeah, about saying Golden State don't count, though. Golden State, no, 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 no. Kevin Durant. For yeah, yeah like, no, like you have to Kevin Durant. At the end of the day, like you can score the ball in any way you want, but you still want a system at the end of the day because it's gonna help in the long run. You're tiring your player out because you want him to ISO from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. You're wasting energy that way. If you have a system and other players are scoring here and there. You're not using your energy all game. And teams will figure you out on defense, too. Like, when you look at the, the Boston Celtics in, in the uh, the Nets playoff series, they figured him out because there's no system implemented. He's playing ISO ball. So, yeah, we can blitz you because the next thing you're going to do is try to pass out. What are we going to do? Poke the ball, steal the ball, go to the other end. That's just about it. Mm-hmm. But true, but, yeah. but all, they were handicapped with Seth being out, Kyrie playing like shit. So it's like... Kyrie did not play like shit at all. He had a game. He had a game with the Celtics. He had a game with the Celtics when he didn't miss a shot until the fourth quarter. That's playing like shit. He was like thirteen for thirteen. He they played all like played like shit. They all played play consistent like enough. Like KD played the worst. Yeah. But um, but for me to go, hold crazy. on, hold on. That's it. You know, I still ain't saying my narrative yet. We we ran. Um, my narrative that I'm iffy about. I'm not gonna. I I, pro- I kind of disagree with it, but it's like um people counting out Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like people are counting out. We had they had a little issues all in the off season, but to count them out is kind of crazy. Like they're gonna be a top five team in the West. You know what I'm saying? They still have all the talent. We lost Jay Crowder and, and somebody else, but at the end of the day, we still have all the talent. D books, D book, Chris Paul's Chris Paul. Still got Macau. Still got Landry Shamit. We picked up Josh Okigi. We still got Tory Craig. You know what I'm saying? We're still a solid team. So don't sit here and count guys out because they had a little little hiccup in the offseason. You know what I'm saying? We're still a good team. We was about to get blown out by the Mavericks, but we came back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, so that, 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 that's what happened. <laughs> that 36 and shit was... That 36 and shit was crazy, though, I don't, man. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think you should count them out. I'm not sitting here calling them championship contenders, but I still think they're a top-five team in the West. I think people are counting them out because of the organization problems. As the turmoil, the turmoil in that organization makes it seem like they're dysfunctional. So it's like, uh, are they going to be, you know... 100%. You feel me? But yeah, at the end of the I day... Having a player like Chris Paul on your team is very hard for the players to become dysfunctional on the court with a player like that on your team. The same thing happened with the Clippers with their owner at that time. Chris Paul still had that team right on the court. Dr. Kanye, your camera's off. See if you. 
But it's like literally with the Clippers, the same situation happened with the owner. They had the same turmoil, but Chris Paul got them together on the court and they still won games. So it's it's kind of it's kind of I don't like the whole narrative like oh because they got problems on the off the court they're not gonna play well they're not gonna win I think it's a bad narrative especially when you got a floor general like a floor coach a player player coach like I think it's a bad narrative to have. Now I have a question for you then about your sons. If they make it to the playoffs, do you think that they're gonna implode the way that they did against the Mavericks again? Probably. You can't. You never know though. You never know. Because what happened last year is. D-Book was coming off an injury. My, Chris Paul was hurt, and I called it before they ever came out with the announcement. Chris Paul was hurt, and that was bad coaching. Monty Williams knew he was hurt. Instead of playing your backup point guards, which we had three at the time, you let Chris Paul play, and Chris Paul was not contributing nothing. D-Book was still playing okay. Chris Paul wasn't playing well. So at the end of the day, to me, it was more coaching than on the players. Why are you letting a guy play through a, a, a hurt hamstring? Because you don't have no well, backup. He probably, you have Cameron Payton, you had Alfred Payton, you had the Holiday brother. At the end of the day, you have to trust your team. You're a coach for a reason. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. Say, but if Chris, if Chris Paul, I feel like if Chris Paul out there like, yo, coach, I, I'm good, man. I'm straight. Medics cleared him. Like, he and he Who's telling his coach he good. Who's the coach? He <laughs> going to – no, of course. Monty Williams is the coach. But the the day, if Chris Paul, that. he may – but if you're not contributing, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. you're not contributing, bro. And I, me as a coach, if I yeah, you're good to play, I'm gonna give you the shot, which he did. But now you have to witness this man isn't contributing to doing anything. Get out of here. But, Take your but chance on could, your bench, bro. Take the chance. That could be the same case in the finals against the Bucks too, when he was playing with damn the injury right. with his shoulder. You're damn right. But if he, my thing is, is like you can't afford, and and this is what I will say: you can't afford to sit out your facilitator when the other point guards don't Yo, bro, facilitate the game. At, 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 at the end of the day, you have to live with sitting in the back of your head. It's like, damn, you have to live with a what if? What if I played my bench players? What if I played my backup point guards? It's a what if? Chris Paul was on the court hurt, not contributing. As a coach, I'm gonna take the risk with the what if. Let me pay one of these, play one of these bench guards. Let's see what happens. Yeah, bro, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I'd rather take my chances with a fully healthy guy <laughs> than, a, than a vet who's playing through an injury and then I'm trying to make sure he's good for next season. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. I yeah. feel like that's a little bit disrespectful, too, if I was a backup guard. It is disrespectful like, as a backup guard. It's her player better than you healthy. Like, that's why I see it. Chris Paul's not no Kobe. That's I'm a not, I'm it's not a, gonna drop thirty you know, on a broken finger or pulled. You're not Kobe, bro. I I love the I love the the your heart and all that, but at the end of the day, as Monty Williams, he should have put in one of his bench guards. That's a risky move, though, man. Because you know, even him injured, Chris Paul can still make a solid mid range, which he was he, did nothing. He, he did nothing last year. He did nothing in that series when he was hurt against the Mavericks. He did nothing. But. That's what. That's the risk. That's the risk he took. That's the risk it the was coach more than took. One game. On, that's a bad risk. As soon as the first game he played it, bad, now yeah, nah, let's get him. Let's get him out of here, bro. Is that on Monty or Chris? It's on Monty. You're the coach. You make the call. Chris was like, "I'm ready to oh, go." You are but the see, coach. But what about the GM? The GM, though. at the end of the day, the I don't GM care, bro. I, as me, if I was Monty, it's, if I was Monty in that situation. GM on my back, Chris Paul on my back. I'm subbing him out. 
I want to win. I don't want to. Now I'm risking your career because you're injury prone as is. You're risking your career over not even a guaranteed series. The the Bucks one, I understand. You was in the finals. I understand that 100%. But, yo, it's the second round. You're, you're old. You probably got three years left in you. And now you're risking it because you want to show you got heart. Bro, you're not contributing nothing. Sit the bench. I'm going to play my three backup point guards that we had at the time. I'm taking when when are you putting them when are you putting them on the bench though? Because they they came back. Dallas was coming back on them. They what they had then they had them up and then they uh, Dallas won multiple games on them or something like that. Because I remember the Suns was up, I believe. Yeah, we, we up. So when do you? Yeah. So when when do you take Chris Paul out? If you you know what I mean, what game are you taking him out when you, when that's happening? Are you taking him out soon, game as, five? As soon six? as I see my player not contributing for a whole game, you're not starting the next game. So you would have took him out with game one. Confidence, Cam. Huh? That kills his confidence. That oh, kills. Yeah. You would have took him out. Heard, after. Okay. All right. We didn't. Uh, but exactly what happened? You didn't want to kill his confidence. You sat it there and played him the whole series, and we all know Chris Paul didn't do a damn thing. Oh no! Oh, no. As a I coach think, like me, I think, I'm taking a risk. So you taking? So how long are you putting him on a bench for though? If you taking him out after I, game in one, reality, in that type of situation, if he says he could still play, I'm not gonna start him. I'll make him come off the bench. Yeah, that's that's a but that's a bold move. That's kind of easier said than done. Yo, bro, being in the those, situation, type of balls as a coach, bro. Uh, that's, that comes with the job, bro. Ain't a lot of coaches like that though. Only uh, it's like a pop. Pop would probably pull some shit off like why, that. Why you think he was a five time champion? But that's what I'm saying. It's not a lot of coaches like well, that though. Like is, that, is, you need to make so decisions let's play, like that. Let's play, devil, let's play devil's advocate, right? Let's say the Lakers make it to the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. And Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook isn't contributing, but the talk has been, hey, let's bring him off the bench. As a coach, if you know he's not contributing, you might just have to bring him off the bench. Yeah, he he might do better with that second unit. And, and I think, like, definitely for this season, bringing him off the bench will probably be the best thing possible mm-hmm. because it's, it's no way, like, you can shoot so bad. And like like Cam's saying, if you're not contributing, there's no reason for me to play you. Like, I'll play you, but starting you is kind of crazy, especially in a, a win-or-go-home situation, like the way that they were that's why I forgot yeah, who it was, but somebody was comparing Russ, that whole Russ situation, to uh, how they had Manu in the Spurs, how how he decided to come off the bench, how it would be better for the team. I don't know how Russ hasn't – maybe they don't mess around with that in practice, or maybe Russ is just arrogant to the point where he's like, no, I'm not coming off the bench, but they need to at least attempt it. That's why I say you need to at least attempt it and see how it goes. You feel me? My thing is the the coach who had the biggest balls to do that was Frank Vogel. Facts. He actually told Russ, "I'm sitting you out for the rest of this game." But yet he got he got looked at like he was the bad guy. He was a scapegoat for their bad play. And I find it as an issue that you can see here and blame a coach for your player's bad play when I'm implementing a system and y'all just strictly don't want to follow it. Russ, you're shooting bad. You played on a high level two straight seasons, triple double seasons, or was it three? Something like that. And then you come to this team. Me before. Right. And but you do the very bare minimum. Oh, he's playing with one of the greatest facilitators of all time in LeBron James. There's even more reason to score. He's going to be put in a corner and has to spot up shoot. He can't do that. 
He but needs wait a minute. To... He doesn't have to spot up shoot. If I give you the ball, you have the opportunity to get to the cup or shoot. That is your options. There's two options in bat three. Shoot, get to the basket, or pass. That's a fact. No matter what, he didn't have to sit here and sit in a corner. They had no, like, dynamic. They had no... No, that's the system that he had implemented for him they to sit... They didn't have a system. There was really no system at that point, though. Like, literally... No one... They to they had they definitely had something going on, bro. Because when they won, they won in twenty twenty in the bubble. All the players around, all of, all the players around LeBron, bro. That's what any team, but any team that you see LeBron okay, win okay, on, usually the that's the case. Is everybody just sitting around and, and they and they knock down? Are they cutting? Are they? LeBron is the main facilitator. Russell okay, runs. That's that, how Russell runs with the ball, bro. That's a that's a, that's the type that, of the thing with that is like. It's role players. It's role players. It's not stars that sit and, around. They're role players, and that's why they would always win in those type of situations. If you got LeBron on the floor with role players who don't want to touch the damn ball, who don't need the ball, they're going to win. The only person who needed the ball was AD, and LeBron already said AD's going to get those balls for the ISO moments and shit like that. But if a player like oh, Russell's... Ego. Hmm? We go back to that ego. Ego it's an is... Ego thing. It's an ego thing with Russ. It, so, definitely, it definitely is. But, um, it, Russ, Russ feels like he's above everybody when it comes down to being able to start. Like the, but, 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 but hold on, wait a minute. Take, take Carmelo Anthony, for instance. Carmelo didn't want to come off the bench, and he finally changed his mindset after being blackballed from the league. Melo, Melo had no two different situations, bro. It's two different situations. Yeah. No, 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 a, a thousand percent, but we're talking about egos. Melo thought in his mind, bro, I'm not a bench player. I'm not coming off the bench. Russ is in his mind is I'm not coming off the bench. I'm not a bench player. Mello, it's like but, not to cut you off, but Melo had to and Melo had to take that role regardless because he wants to play basketball again. He was out of mm-hmm. the league. Russ isn't out the league. Russ is still playing, still healthy, and could still do whatever he wants. So it's an ego thing. But I'm gonna cut this short mm-hmm. so we can roll into the next topic because we talked about this for a while. Um so our next topic is the most overrated player of all time. Ooh, EJ, start us off. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah, I want y'all to come back to me on that one, man, because I'm, I'm between, like, two players right now, man. I'll come back to me on that Kyrie, Kyrie. I'm in between. Off, who, that, who that dude they call uh, Black Jesus, you feel me? You play it, man. You play it, man. You play it, Stop. You nah, play. Okay. I want to hear this man out. I want to hear this man out. Kyrie, go ahead, bro. Hey, Trey, come on, man. You want me to hate mail, bro? Because my whole <laughs> argument is if I was to say, name your top three all time, you're not going to say Mike, would you? Your top three players of all time, you going to say Mike? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Kobe. Kobe, Mike, Bron. Yeah, Kobe, Mike, Bron. Kobe, Mike, Bron. Three headed goat. Is not why? Impossible. Wait, why not? So, Everybody stop. Everybody stop. Kyrie, so, why? So no Kareem, no KD. You can't. You you telling me top three all time? Y'all taking Mike? Yes. You're putting Kevin Durant. I, over in my in my opinion, I think I I think Mike has some good seasons, but when you saying the greatest of all time, bro, like he was dominant from what ninety one to like ninety nine, right? Mm-hmm. He was dominant in the eighties, late eighties. Right now, the Celtics. It wasn't it the Celtics. Uh, who else was the Pistons? Right, weren't, mm-hmm. weren't they the ones 
Bussin Bussin Mike in the eighties. Yeah, but he was still dominant. He was still putting numbers on the board for his team. Let him go, Nigel. Let him go. But look, but he wasn't look just, just like the same argument with KD. KD put up numbers with his team, but they not winning, bro. Mm. So you're saying that that period of time where he was not winning, you would c- consider him underrated or overrated? Overrated, right? When he nah, was facing- I would say, mm, nah, I, I wouldn't say overrated. I wouldn't say overrated. Because in, in the 80s, didn't he have that one season where that man averaged like 35. four steals or something? Was it something crazy like that? We just went over it like last podcast. Something crazy like that, though. You're not winning. You're just proving why he's not overrated. All time, all time in points, Mike is five. Short career. What else was it? 47. All, he was ranked 47 all time in assists. <laughs> he retired. <laughs> he came back. So my whole thing, so my whole thing is right. So he was dominant from ninety one to, to ninety eight. My my whole thing is this man Bronze has been dominant for how long? And where is he's going? Where is he going to be ranked all time points, all time assists? Are we really going to take Mike six? Them six? Or not really six though, but like them two three plates. We we going to take that over a whole career? Like what a man whole resume is yeah, that, that he put also, together. That also comes with longevity. Jordan mm-hmm. didn't play as long as Bron. Cause he, he wasn't blessed. He wasn't blessed. You feel me? We seen Wizards. We seen Wizards. Mike. Wizards. Mike was still a bucket, but <laughs> compare compare that year to Bron year. You feel me? Kyrie's trying to get our podcast canceled, bro. Yeah. You gotta be trolling, bro. You gotta be. I had to think. I had to think out the box, bro. Out the box. Retired and three peated again. LeBron mm-hmm. can't even Throwing. hold his damn jock strap for that. What this guy? Uh, Curry, look at, Curry, but Curry, look at the two teams that they had. Look at the two, they got two completely different teams, bro. <laughs> what two different teams? My, ar- my argument will still be you could switch, you switch them, bro. bro. Mike not coming out with that Cavs team, bro. We not yeah, y'all not gonna sit here and tell me Mike's coming out of there like yes he is East. Mike Mike hold on hold on hold on he's, he's playing he's playing in like the same era like that LeBron was playing with them teams Mike's coming yeah. out Mike's coming out easily mm. easily you think so average fifty five one one they're waiting. no hand checking you gotta remember exactly. he playing he playing exactly. in the two thousand he played in a more physical time now if he's playing in LeBron's era where it's less physical come on now. Come on now, he's Black Jesus for a reason, brother. Hoop ears, so. piss yellow eyes, baldy. Black <laughs> Jesus, brother. Hey, my shit. Hey, you don't, don't, you don't even feel that. I'm, I'm not, I would I never. I'm not that. disrespecting Mike saying no, Mike are, not. You are. You the greatest ever. But already, my whole bro. thing is, my whole thing, look, even crazy. even even his jump shooting. You wouldn't you wouldn't really sit here and say that he. Who would you compare him to now? Had a mini jump shot, well, like jump shot wise. Demar Derozan, Demar Derozan, facts. In the, in the mid range, I'm thinking outside the arc, bro. Demar Derozan, Demar Derozan is the only player that you can compare right now. Demar Derozan doesn't have like two, three inches on on Mike or my wallet. Yeah, he got like no, mm, no like, he's like an inch. Yeah, like an inch. Boy. Like six uh, seven, on, Mike. Like on, what? Hold six on, hold five. On, hold on, hold on. We gonna we gonna keep this rolling, Kyle. We could come back to you, um, Nigel. All right, my uh, 
most overrated player of all time is Allen Iverson. Fuck and you know, a lot of y'all probably gonna hate me for this, but my thing is, is like, what the hell has what has he won? What has he won? Everybody wants to put him as a top the top three shooting guard of all time, but what has he done for the league other than just be influential? Other than other than being influential to how players dress, the type of hair that they had, what has he done? Real oh, shit, bro. Yo. He's one of the best scoring guards of all time. So he's a better scoring guard than T Mac? I said he's a better scoring guard. I said I didn't give him a number. I said one of the best. Right, but I can still be better scoring guards than AI. And that's the thing. I mean, there's probably not many. He'd probably be top no, top is, 10, top five. Exactly. But you, you guys are forgetting this dude was 5'11", bro. He's not a real six-footer either. He's 5'11", brought a sorry-ass 76ers team to the fucking chip. Their second-best player averaged like nine points, bro. So that's, that's, that's I'm going that's to applaud him. I'm going to applaud him, bro. I don't care that he didn't win anything, and he was blackballed by the league on top of that, bro. And that's a fact. But anyone, but, but that anyone, anyone MVP, MVP. It, bro. Anyone MVP, man. That's the only thing that he won. Okay, was so if MVP. you want to do this with AI, so T Max overrated too. Then what the hell did T Max do in his career? A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Y'all tripping, bro? Shut up. I, I definitely you can't. You can't discredit that man. T Max, Vince Carter. We Okay, but hold on, hold on, hold on. So we glorified Derrick Rose, though, right? We glorified. We glorified Derrick Rose, right? No, I never heard anyone in their damn life ever say Derrick Rose is overrated. What has Derrick What has Derrick Rose done so much better than AI? Please name has, something, bro. Has he ever carried the Chicago Bulls to the chip? Has he ever carried the Chicago Bulls to the chip? Has he ever shit? No, nothing, bro. That overrated shit because he has never won nothing. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. Coming out the east. So you're telling me playing Kobe, Kobe and Shaq is not hard? No, that's in the finals, not in your oh conference. Oh, God, bro. Stop it, bro. And Derrick Rose had help. Had a stacked team with a bench and a good coach. Oh, what did what did what did Allen Iverson have? He did. What did Allen Iverson have? Please tell me. Bro. Please name the second bro. best player on that what team. Name the, name the second best player on that team right now. Name the second best player on the team right now. Answer my question. 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 Listen, you're not listening though. We're saying it's true. He has not accomplished what a superstar player or a top twenty-five player should bro, accomplish, bro. And he's twenty-five. A lot of people, bro. A lot of people. No, who bro. no. See, I'm not, I don't. I don't. He's not top twenty-five, but to quote a man, overrated. It's insane. He is. It's bro, insane. he's very overrated. No, but that's oh, like so. This might look. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I got something to kill this whole argument right now. I'm going back to one player and one player only. And this is why I'm about to put them both in the same conversation. Allen Iverson and Russ. Russ has an MVP. Russ has, what, two MVPs. What has Russ actually accomplished in the league? Russ is he the only but, but MVP, he's bro, this so man averaged a triple-double for like four years. No, 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 no. Who's not? Russ, Russ is low-key What's the Westbrook is very overrated. Bro, bro, he's not. They be on bro, him crazy. Bro, he, that man is bro, not overrated. I might as well call the whole league overrated, man. <laughs> 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 
Y'all yeah, killing me in here, man. Hold up. Come on, man. Hold up. Come on, man. Overrated we... because people are praising his triple doubles, but that did not correlate <laughs> to not winning championships. You not praising, you're praising no. the wrong things, and that's the biggest so, issue. So y'all worried about what? Uh, y'all worried about championships? That's what I'm just say. You weren't a player, bro. If you're if you're averaging a triple double, you should take your hey, team from so point A. So, so if you point, hold on, hold on. So if you don't win a championship. And you're doing all that. That just means you overrate it. A thousand percent. Glory. But listen, 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 listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying just because you you didn't win a championship, you're overrated. I'm saying your shoot your shooting, how you helped your team, how far you've taken your team. Westbrook, that's it. So you're not giving. So, you're so not Chris giving Paul AI don't get a ring. For that man. You're not giving AI. No, I'm I, taking I, that team. I will still I'm say that. Credit, but what after that? After that, what happened? You still going to the playoffs? All right, and he's still averaging he's still twenty-five plus 30. every almost every year from that, bro. What he he though, like y'all said, he's the only he's the only cat on the he team who can score. To, he didn't have to do that. To, he didn't have to do that when he was in Denver, but he still did it. Okay, but so then Russ didn't all. have to. Do it. So then, so then that's, that makes even a better case. Russ still still like, I'm not calling them dudes overrated. I'm sorry. He's overrated, bro. Y'all basically, to me, to me, what I'm getting out of it is y'all calling these fools overrated because they don't have a championship. No, and that's, that's a, and you can't knock every accolade. You can't knock every accolade of these players, bro, that they doing that. They, they breaking history and shit and doing stuff that guards their size shouldn't even be doing, bro. Like, and they, and they doing that. Let me justify it for you. And this is why I say what I say. Like I said, when you look at Russ, Russ's triple-double seasons has not accumulated to anything close to pushing them to a championship at all. That's what I'm saying. So, yes, we glorify – we're glorifying – wait, wait, wait. We're glorifying him getting triple-doubles for stat padding and doing all this extra shit, but – He's not taking his team from point A to point B. Yeah, I, I can sit, I can sit here and say Allen Iverson did carry his team, but after that, what did he do? And I get he got blackballed from the league, but at the end of the day, what did you do after that? Nothing, nothing. But yet, so people still putting you in the going to the okay. Russ went to the playoffs. Did they win? He took the bro. Everybody, everybody okay, not okay, gonna make on, the championship, man. Great, this is not gonna happen every time. I got a great question for Nigel then. So. At the pace Luca is going at right now, and if he stays at this pace, will you consider him overrated? Yes, a if he doesn't, win, yes, a thousand percent. Absolutely. How as a basketball I, player? I kind of that's crazy. That's crazy to me, though. I kind of find it hard yeah. for. So the move numbers ain't overrated. Crazy. Overrated. He's a great talent, but he's fucking overrated because he can't take that next no, step. Bro, but that includes more than just himself, bro. I guess it's not all You're talking about him. Him as a soul. You got your logic. Your logic doesn't make sense, bro. Wait, wait. If you're talking about it, you just said it's more than himself, but then you sat here and said Allen Iverson took his team to the championship. But if Luka can't by himself take his team to the championship, I'm I'm going with you. Luka's not overrated to me and never will be overrated. No, 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 no. You said. But you said at the pace that he's at, and he doesn't even remotely I'm touch the championship. I'm asking you that. I'm asking you yes. that. I'm saying yes. Because what are we going to do? I'm not saying that. I just mean just asking the question. I think even well, I if Luca doesn't bring that team to the chip, I'm not going to call him overrated. Putting up but those numbers not? are what insane. Is, what, 
What are we gonna so glorify? I'm just talking about you by yourself. Oh my god! No, and I and I know, and I'm asking you, what are, what are we gonna glorify? What are we gonna glorify? Putting up those numbers, that is hard. That is hard. It is hard to put up those numbers, bro. That's not normal. It's not normal. I'm asking. Look, 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 bro. We're not nobody. I'm not gonna glorify the nobody. Oh, no, I don't think. Dude. Look, bro. No, nobody's bro. glorifying that shit, bro. Nobody's glorifying. It's just saying that it's not overrated. He's not an overrated player for that, bro. Like you can't. It's not glorifying it. It's just saying he's not overrated for that, bro. He didn't make a championship. Look at the league, Russell in though, bro. Russell was in when he was dropping them triple doubles, bro. Nothing but Warriors. That's it. Warriors, Cavs. Warriors cat. That's all that was going on when Russell was dropping. He was not about to win no championship in that in that degree of what those teams was doing, bro. He was not about to win a championship at all, bro. And some teams are, I mean, some players are unfortunate like that. They're not going to be able to win a championship due to where they, what, what you know, what was going on in the league, bro. Like when Jordan was winning all them damn championships, wasn't bro a lot of players that could have potentially been in the championship? They wasn't going that, and that's a fact because. Jordan, Jordan was knocking all teams left yeah, and right, bro, and was it wasn't going to happen. Was more than Jordan, right. that Bulls right. team was crazy. Yes, and that, so that, that, shows, that shows Jordan's dominance, which therefore makes Jordan not overrated as to what Kyrie said. But what I'm saying to you is that okay, yes, whoa, 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 let's let's roll back, let's roll back. Jordan winning had a lot to do with that team, though. That wasn't no, that's what I'm saying. It was, it's not like it, it was just him. Mike. Is what I'm saying. That, Scotty, winning, yeah, that winning was his team, bro. That wasn't just Jordan, bro. It wasn't just Jordan, and that's why I said he's not an overrated player. That's why I said what Kyrie's point was didn't even Kyrie's like you know make sense. Of course, overrated. Leave my man's alone. <laughs> no, so, guy. but my thing is though. Listen, my thing is though. What about Chris Paul? So, if Chris Paul don't get a ring. He overrated. No, because Chris Paul he don't he's not a top four all time point guard. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here we go. Here we go. Oh my god. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We are gonna get back on track here. Um EJ EJ Calvin and myself. We haven't gone yet, so EJ, do you have your player in mind? Yeah, man. I, I was going to say Derrick Rose, but you threw him in there in the midst of the ocean. <laughs> what? Are you guys okay? Are you, are, you like, bro, look, are you guys okay? Look, man. Look, no, but my reason, my reason of why Derrick Rose is overrated is completely different on what he's saying, bro. Derrick Rose, look, look. <laughs> Derek, look, Derrick Rose, bro, he's overrated. He's overrated to me just on the strength of people be saying that he's going to potentially go to the Hall of Fame, and I get a lot of people saying that shit. And I don't – me personally, I don't think he going to the Hall of Fame, bro. That's a whole nother conversation within itself, bro. I, like, I just don't think he going to the Hall of Fame, man. I feel like with you, your problem is, is that he's over-glorified. You don't see him as overrated, but he's over-glorified. Or over, yeah, okay, yeah, we can do that. It's like everybody loves him. That's why, that's why everybody loves him. Like, everybody loves Derrick Rose. They love, we we love Derrick Rose, Rose lose. That's what it is. I feel Mm -hmm. I can agree with you though. Like, if you look at D Rose's career, it's not like you look at him like you're a first ballot Hall of Famer. You don't look at it like that. We, yeah, you was the youngest MVP ever, but like, yo, bro, your career doesn't add up to much. There wasn't much winning in your career. 
But like I just said, everybody loves Derrick Rose. I feel like there's not a single human soul in this world who hates Derrick Rose. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like we want to see him win, bro. You want to see him win because all the injuries he had, all the injuries he had, you want to see the man win. I get it. But it's like, come on, man. I'm not about to look. I'm not like I I literally got into arguments with people over like Derrick Rose potentially going to Hall of Fame. And people like, yo, he automatic, bro. He he going in there, man. First ballot. Like, I'm like, bro, chill. Like, you know, he kind of remind me, bro, Derrick Rose remind me of like, like Eli Manning went out the rings, bro. That's, that's what he remind me of, bro. Like he remind me that, like he went, he he was lit for he he was lit for his little time, and then he just you know the injuries took him out, and that was it. You know what I'm saying? He really just he just an average player now, and and it sucks because the injuries did that to him. But it's like, damn, bro, y'all y'all praising this dude to a whole nother level to where. I feel like he shouldn't get praised, and I guess that's you're right about that. I I'm I'm more saying he's over glorified, I guess, than overrated because he he he's, he'd get glorified like to a whole another level to me. I feel like it's crazy, bro. But yeah, I, it probably would have been more of a surprise if Cam didn't come out and <laughs> Cam Cam threw that shit out there. I was like, damn, he said my player, man. <laughs> uh, Cal, you up, man? Don't don't make me don't, don't 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 catch a heart attack. I'm trying to stop my heart attack from happening. So please, oh, it's Alan, right. bro. We already just. Um, all right, oh. guys. Thanks for tuning into the episode. <laughs> 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 but bro, like, uh, just go, Cam. We already had our discussion about AI. My heart hurts. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I got a bad one too, though. I'm just I'm right with y'all. Um, I think Manu Ginobili is very overrated. Mm. That's not a bad. I, I, I could. I could under. Let no, me bro. hear. Let me hear. No, bro. How can you understand that, Kyrie? Let me. No, I, I want to hear him out. I want to hear him out. I want to hear him out. No, bro. There's a point in time people called him the best shooting guard in the league, and they. And, Who and, bro, we could go. We could go to the documentary that just came out, the Redeem Team, when D Wade and Kobe was in their prom. People out there in the world were saying Manu was the best shooting guard in the league. Manu never averaged over twenty his career. Granted, he granted he came off the bench, but you, yo, bro, to be glorified the way you are. Don't get me wrong, you was a part of the dynasty, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Your crew was solid. Bro, mm-hmm. but solid. that that way. whole when they my bad, I'm gonna cut you off, but when they said that with the whole like him being the the, the best shoe, they were saying that shit, bro. I don't know. I feel like that was like hype from his country or some shit, bro. Cause I we I've never said like I've never heard that before. Like I've literally never heard anybody I'm say Manu. But like, <laughs> was the he best never, shooting he, guard, never, bro. he never averaged twenty. He was only an all star twice. I get it. He was a part of a dynasty, and he made his plays. But at the end of the day, bro, I feel like people just put him too high or just glorify him too much, in my opinion. But wait, they uh, was saying was, that if he was on any other team, he was going to average like 32, bro. But they said starting on any, he, number one, he would start on any other team. But he's he not averaging 30. 30. Not you don't think so? He's an, over- no. he's an over-glorified role player, bro. But they said the same thing about Tony Kukoc coming into the league. He was the best small forward, best shooting small forward. Yeah, they definitely did, though. So that's that's the crazy part to me. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Manu's overrated. I say he's rated at just the right, you know, right where he's at right now. I get that whole he's the best shooting guard with Kobe and D Wade being in the league. That that shit is crazy. That's crazy. I never even heard that. that was nah, they said that on the documentary. Yeah, bro, like, if you watch the documentary, it was it, it was in news advertisements and everything like that. But my thing is Probably like I wouldn't 
Yeah, I wouldn't say he's overrated, especially with somebody feeling like coming off the bench is the best thing for their team. Like when you feel like Yeah, but you, you know can... what I'm saying? Like there's players who came off the bench who did it better than him. They just didn't win their rings. That's Jamal, true. Yeah. Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams, and I feel like Jordan Clarkson's at a better pace than him right now because Jordan Clarkson comes off the bench and goes crazy. But is it empty stacks? To, to a certain hey, degree. Hey, man, they just beat Denver, and they just beat another team last night. Utah's not even supposed to be winning right now, and he's contributing yeah, to that. Yeah, it's a fact. Um, they going to start. Um, I don't know. Utah's a weird team. But uh, let's let's uh, let's get into the next topic because y'all done, y'all done damn near made your boy have a heart attack. Um, man. Who is the most talented player of all time? Like raw talent. Just who is the most talented player of all time with raw talent? EJ, can you start us off, please? Kevin Durant. Easy, man. It's not even up for debate, man. Kevin Durant, seven foot tall, shooting threes. He can move around. When he got with Golden State, dude was a solid defender, man. I, 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 it ain't even, it ain't even up for debate with me, man. Well, as soon as you, if I'm looking, if I'm playing, if I'm playing three on three or something or five on five, bro, and I see a nigga like KD and I'm walking to the gym and I seen him playing before me, I'm, I'm picking KD, bro. <laughs> Anytime, bro, in the draft, they, KD is going to, he the, he the guy, bro. That's the dude that you want, man. You want a seven. That's what the league is going to. And, and and it's it's these tall players that can do that exclusive shit, man. You want that's what you want now, bro. Kevin Kevin Durant, that nigga, man. That's all I gotta say, man. <laughs> Kevin Durant, bro, easy. Uh, Kyrie, that man ain't lying, bro. That man ain't lying, Kevin Durant, bro. Easy, man. I feel like we all gonna pick KT, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Bro, but I, I got a question for y'all though, because you just brought up Victor, right? But you so. You you really wouldn't put Victor in the same category as Chet? Like you wouldn't be worried about how how frail he is? He's better than Chet. Yeah, I would. I only reason I'm not worried. Go ahead, Cal. Go ahead. For the he's he's talking about for the injuries. Yeah, like no, are you gonna put like yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um the only reason I'm not worried about that for Chet, I mean for Vic, is because I seen a video of him that he physically stretches and, and works on his his body parts before and after games. And that's big because most of the guys, his height don't have that habit. And he has that habit as a, what, 18 year old to stretch and make sure your body parts is good before and after the game. That's a great habit to have as a seven, four player, which most of the time seven, four players don't do that. So I'm not worried about that as much. And he did put a little weight on before, like compared to last year, he did put a little more weight on. And I think it's fitting him right too. Because yeah, I just don't want to see him get bodied in the paint or nothing like that. You feel me? Then it's like, oh, we right back to Chet 2.0. You feel me? Well, it's going to be hard for him to get bodied in the paint, though, because it's like he's skinny and shit. And he, even if he do get bodied, he got this lint where he can kind of still get the block. Even if you, you know what I mean? If you box, box him in. And shit. I, stand, I was watching him play uh, yesterday. I was watching. he They, they play somewhere. I don't even know what. The, I don't know what none of them teams is, bro. I got to learn, learn teams' names, bro. But you don't they, think like they, uh like a Joel Embiid will like just just dominate him in the paint. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I still feel like he can get the block off, bro. Like yeah. he he's that long. Like you're not. It's gonna be hard to even do that on the floor like that because you don't have that much room. You know what I'm saying? So you got people trying to itch for the steal, all of that. Like it's he's not gonna be having the room to do that. Like he, even with turnaround jumpers and all that shit. Like it's gonna be difficult to do that on big. I, I want to chime in on this because we had this conversation at my job. 
I think he somebody like Jokic bodying him down, you can get him deep enough into the paint where he won't be a factor. Even if Jokic dribbles him and posts him down all the way to the block, right under the rim, I think he still can, you know, do one of these and tower him yeah. and block him. Like he's so tall and he's crazy. I'm not saying that he's gonna catch Jokic every play. Jokic is gonna get him a couple of times. But I think he's gonna be capable of, you know, blocking dudes just by putting his arm up. What I did agree with you that me and you spoke about a time ago is like he has a bad problem with trying to block every shot and just jumping. I feel like that is a huge issue and he needs to fix that because at the end of the day, bro, you're seven four with your arms up, you're probably like eight eight two. You don't have to jump for everything. Just how Patrick Beverly was describing it to Anthony Davis the other day. Vic doesn't, doesn't have to jump for everything, bro. When your arms is up, you're damn near probably the size of the rim or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, is I think that is a big issue with him. Is he one of the dudes who could grab the rim without jumping? You know how they... <laughs> I think he's very close. But, um... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nigel, who's your most talented player of all time? Most raw talented player of all time? Alright, so I did have KD, but you know what? I'm about to switch it up a little bit because I had another person in mind, too. Magic Johnson. Hmm. And I just think Ooh. Magic Johnson... Magic Johnson. I just think Magic. <laughs> I just think him being six, six eight, six nine, six ten, whatever you want to list him as, doing the stuff that he was doing. He really set that, that trend. So when KD came into the league, it was kind of like, all right. Well, we did see it with Magic Johnson. We just didn't see Magic Johnson shoot, but we saw him, you know, assisting the ball as somebody who's a six ten point guard, get into the cup, doing things that you know is not natural for a six ten person at the time. So like Magic jo- KD is not the only person who's done it. We see Magic Johnson, and we can't. Nah, not Nigel, Nigel, man, Nigel, bro. <laughs> I I completely disagree with that, bro. I'm not being honest. Look, look, bro, look. The KD, what makes him different from Magic Johnson to me, bro? Of course, you've seen a tall, you see a tall player, and you like, wow, it's crazy, he's passing the ball. That's, but we knew that was gonna happen eventually. Of course, he's the standard for it, but it was gonna happen eventually anyway. And KD was like 10x, like the 2.0 version of Magic, bro. Like he, he coming in, and he's like the way he was scoring. Magic didn't score like that, bro. The way he was shooting the ball, Magic wasn't shooting like that, bro. Like, he just, I just like KD, bro. Keep it a buck with you. Wait, wait, wait. I literally just said that he don't shoot like KD. I literally said that he don't, but I mean, inside all of that scoring, period, everything scoring wise, KD looks 10x better than Magic on, bro. Everything scoring wise, not even close to me, bro. When it comes to dunking. The whole shit, bro. Like passing, Magic got over KD, bro. Offensively, as a whole, take KD scoring and Magic passing. He maybe they like the same tier type. So, 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 so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me that Magic Johnson ain't score the way KD scores. My, take the shooting out. Take shooting out. Go to the basket. Magic Johnson did not score the way KD scored. No, nah, KD catch bodies, bro. That's crazy. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. K- KD crazy. catch body. I'm not saying nothing crazy, bro. This is this yeah, is like I feel like a lot of people would agree I, with I, this, bro. I get if you said shooting. I get if you said shooting. Just specifically shooting. But scoring at the basket, Magic Johnson was the catalyst for doing that as a six ten guard. And we seeing KD come into the league and KD was doing hey, that. Hey, give me Kevin Durant. Um let's move on to Cal. 
No, I'm gonna say Kevin Durant all the time, but I just didn't want to sit here and say the same thing as everybody else. No, I feel you. Um, yeah, Cal, Cal, what's your, what's your, what's your answer? Hey, I'm gonna say Braun. I'm gonna go with Braun. As far as athleticism, we haven't seen anybody with that build, six nine, two fifty, running through, running through dudes, getting layups, hitting mid ranges, dunking on everybody, catching board, outlet, you know, doing all types of walkie shit. So we haven't seen a player like Braun ever. You know, he's a hybrid. He's a hybrid of, you know, a little bit of Jordan, a little bit of Magic, a little bit of Larry. Don't don't make that face, Cam, because we've he's seen got him. Jordan? What better defender? Jordan and him, he got a dog in him. Between so Jordan certain, and Braun, who the better defender? Jordan. As much as Kobe. Jordan. I don't I don't like this. I don't like I don't like that argument because they played in two different eras. Mm. Is Jordan is Jordan guarding um is Jordan guarding these power forwards? Yes. LeBron, occasionally LeBron guard a center too. Yeah. That comes that's a fact. Height, that comes with height though. You know, I think with the, the fouls yeah, that they call I think with the fouls that they call now, Michael Jordan wouldn't have a chance to guard the power forwards and the centers. Um no. Um no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bron, we got got a part yeah. to play in that too. Um, I'm gonna go though. I got two. My first one's Larry Bird. Yeah, bro. Nice, time, nice, nice. Yo, bro, that boy wasn't athletic. To see. He could barely drop my brother. He he dropping thirty plus easily, scoring with He's both hands. Just raw, I think, bro, <laughs> raw talent, bro. Like that's raw talent, bro. Like you really just busting dudes' ass, just doing the bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? And Larry was a good yeah. passer too. He's a pretty good defender. He was a tough dude, but like the way he scored, like really go back and watch his highlights, bro. Larry, Larry was crazy. But my second answer is Michael Jordan, bro. We like to this day, bro. We're not seeing players float in the air like him, bro. <laughs> dude was just uh, different. Nah. Like the layup package, the floating in the air, like everything was just crazy, bro. Like yeah, it's just it's insane. But those are my two answers. Do you think five. so? If you had to rank them, who would you rank one through five of all time? Yeah, of Raw's talent. Of is Mike is Mike number one? Nah. Yeah, Mike Kevin Durant, Durant gotta, nah, Kevin Durant got to be number one. one. See, KD number one, bro. Yo, bro, before before KD, what seven footer was ever close to doing what he did? Man, I gotta yeah, say Kareem just because feel me. But not, but not with the shooting. I'm just saying, like, just pure dominant. You talking big men? Now we talking well, about talent, Shaq we, just, we just talking about raw talent. Raw talent. Yeah. What seven-footer seven was doing what KD was doing before KD? <laughs> but it's Kyrie. I can't say what KD was doing, though. Yeah, you got what that. You, what, what you was about to say? Is Kyrie in there? Oh, don't get me started. Yes. Don't get me started. Yes. Don't get me started. Yeah. Yeah. Kyrie top Definitely ten. Definitely for his height. Kyrie top ten, not top five, but he's top ten. Mm. Not top five though. Those those other dudes is in a different category where it's just like, like eight, seven, eight. If, if you had to, if you had to give a five, I think honestly it would have to go like KD, MJ, Bron. I got one. I got one for y'all. I know he hasn't played much, but um, Zion. Ooh. That is raw. That is raw talent, bro. <laughs> Say the same thing about Bron, man. No, 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 no. I agree. Bron's up there. Bron, I agree with you. Bron's top three, top five most raw talent of all time. But I think so Mike before Bron or after Bron? That's hard because their athleticism is two different tiers of like, great athleticism. That's what I'm saying. I, no, I can't. I can't just put 
bond over Jordan like that. That Jordan athleticism was different, bro. It was oh, we talking about Jordan? You know, bronze built though. Like that's part of the nah, his, how fast strong. Like, but um, bro, like I, I feel like a person that nobody bring up. I was gonna a person I was gonna bring up, but I know he kind of like it's not. You don't think about it, but then the way we explaining things. Jokic will be in this conversation yeah, for yeah. me, bro. If I can say Larry like Bird, he's slow, Jokic, just like, bro. like I respect that, bro. Just like what you were saying, like Larry Bird can't jump, none of that, bro. Jokic is slow as hell. Like how the hell you even score, bro? He's slow and yeah, just no sluggish. It no it, it's, it's crazy, you, bro. 30, like it, 30 30 he from that we gonna be telling our kids about Jokic. I'm like, nah, he sucked. I'm like, yeah, he looked like he sucked, but he giving forty. He looked like it. That shit crazy, bro. bro. You look bro, like I swear, trash, bro. Luka and Jokic got something against black people, bro. Wow, because they really wow. Hey, hold on now. <laughs> Just gonna keep that off the podcast, brother. You're gonna stop bro. it right now, bro. Holy! Oh, <laughs> you ever seen that? You ever seen that post? It was like I'm not watching that Dama series if I wanted to see a, a white guy kill black people. I would watch Jokic, Luca, bro. Seriously, bro. Come on, Luca's crazy, bro. We're gonna. Hey man, I don't agree with that. <laughs> is Luca in that Roy's talent list as well? Gotta be, gotta be, gotta yeah. be. Yeah. Okay, you should. You want to know what? I'm not gonna lie. You can't name a player that you've seen come in the league like Luca, like as skillful as Luca, bro, at his size, shooting from the heat. He got range too. I think the difference is you expected that out of Luca for playing with adults and playing in the no, high no, no, no. No, because you can make the argument that Lamelo Ball should be balling out like that too, because he's been playing with his older brothers and grown men since he was little boy, since he was a little kid. You feel me? Against grown men like Luca, though. Grown men, yeah. Like when he been overseas, he wasn't playing with grown men. Those kids were his age, and then he was already eighteen. Was he eighteen, seventeen when he was in Australia? And he played against NBA players when he came over for the preseason. He played against Westbrook at 16. That sounds and crazy, bro. That sounds crazy. I, but um, we're going to – real quick question, though. I feel like this is this one's circulating a lot. Um, Do y'all believe that Victor Wembiana is the most uh, – is he the – he's the best uh, – what the hell am I? Is he the best prospect, prospect of all time? Is Victor Wembiana the best prospect of all time? It's hard hell to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's it's it's, it's close, bro. It's close. You know, yeah, close, man. Because LeBron, big, the way LeBron came in was crazy. As a big, as a big Just prospect, prospect, prospect means before you get to the A. You know what I'm saying? Is he the biggest prospect of all time? He's the most hype. I think he's the most hype prospect. But I think Braun was the biggest one. And even still, I think the way that they had the sweepstakes for Shaq, though, that was crazy. I think, In my yeah. opinion. I think, Victor, I think Victor's the best prospect of all time. I could agree mm-hmm. to it, bro. Y'all can't name a single 7-4 person ever in NBA history. Or oh, you're right. But... But for me, you gotta we gotta see him in the A, bro. You know, but, gotta, but see, that's the thing. Y'all talking about in the A, we're talking about prospect. You know what I'm saying? Prospect. Yeah, Prospect You're right. before he gets is. to the A, you know what I'm saying? And one thing he's doing that these guys didn't is playing a professional league with grown men. A thousand percent. But when you look at prospects, there's still other prospects that were really, really hyped like that too. Yeah, okay. Take Zion. Take Zion for instance. Yeah. Zion was a really, really hyped prospect. I think Zion, his ability, and when we talk about raw talent and stuff like that, yeah, like 
cool. Zion was a, a, a better projected prospect than what Victor Wimbayama is, even though, like, yes, both won and stuff like they they project uh, Victor to go number one. Take it, Victor. Uh, I got LeBron, man. I think mm-hmm. LeBron was dribbling, I'm a, crossing, I'm a, pull up threes, runaway threes, post game, fade away, block shots in a professional league with grown men. Prospect wise, prospect wise, if I'm looking for a big all time, I'm taking Shaq. Mm. That's why. I, that's why I said, are we worried about him getting dominated in the paint? We play these big body centers. I, about I don't think so. like like they nah. said. Arms. It's armed. If he just go like this, bro, it's curtains. Like, you can't see over this shit. You're not going to see him. Technically, didn't they say the same thing about Taco Fall? I mean, I know his offensive bag isn't nowhere near as Victor's, but, like, and his defense. Because you have bag. I ain't going to cap. Hey, man. Um, we're going to roll into that last topic. Where do you guys rank Steph Curry all time? Woo! Ooh, that's nice. Um, Steph gotta go. Steph gotta be number. He gotta be about number eight or nine for me. He's eight or nine for me because then I'm thinking, you know, MJ, Bron, Kobe, Kareem, uh, Tim Duncan, Larry, Magic, Shaq, and he comes right after all of them. And then Hakeem's right after him. So he was in that eight nine range to me, man. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I said the same. No, I'm not gonna wild out. Now y'all can tell me up to I wanna hear you. You You pissed me off once, you might as well do it again. What's your real answer, bro? Nah, all time What's your real answer? No, no, all time. I said all time. I put him. I got him two two categories, right? All time point guard. I got him number two behind Magic. Then I said top nine all time. I, I'm not gonna say top ten. And somebody got to get the boot. I'm gonna give him top nine. All right, Nigel. I have him uh top seven or eight, like within that range right there. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's kind of hard for me to like not have him as high. I'm not putting him like low where it's like he's ten. But definitely, when you look at the top ten list, when people put Oscar Robinson on that shit, kick him the fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> like automatically, yeah. Kick, him out. kick him out. Like, bro, kick him out. Bye, cow. Yeah, I got him at like seven, seven through ten. Like Larry could go for me. Oscar could go to put to put Curry in there. That's about it, really. If if Curry could win one more. That's the question. Um, that I got. Five, bro. I got. I got. <laughs> I got Curry like at seven, eight. Um, there's a lot of do. Yeah, I, I honestly want to put him at five already. Um, I honestly do, bro. You gotta, you know, he won four dynasty, best shooter of all time, second best point guard of all time. He does everything. He wins games. He got the MVPs. All that, bro. Like. And let him win one more ring. He might be the third best player of all time if he wins one more ring. In my opinion, I'm putting Steph over uh, Larry Bird, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, he's over Larry. Top Magic. Nobody's arguing that Steph's over Magic, though, right? Nah, he if he wins that fifth if he wins that fifth I think he is, bro. That's <laughs> I'll put, I'll put him over. Because, like I said, out of all the people that I put there, you can put – 
put that together however you want it, but he's going to be in that eight to nine spot, bro. And I, yeah, I think man. Curry is the best point guard to ever do it, man. I'm not doing this just for, I'm telling you, bro. I already he won said a championship as a rookie. It don't even all that don't even matter, man. You already see what Curry out here doing, bro. All that shit is is for the birds, man. It's old now, man. Ir- Curry Irvin, is new. He hot. Irvin this Magic is what Johnson. this is what's going on, bro. Irvin Curry Magic is hot, bro. Man. bro. This is why I'm he hot. won. Bro, like 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 KG said on that podcast, bro. Revolutionized the game. You have to pick this motherfucker up half court, damn near every single. Come on, play. man. What? Half, who's doing that, bro? Damn. Come on, man. No, I don't do that. Damn, I, I heard that. Come on. I will say this again. Magic Johnson won a championship the moment he stepped into the league. Please That's do, please do not you, put bro. Curry over Magic Johnson just yet. Please do not do that. That would be disrespectful. I, I feel you. Know, it, it's I, not. Curry got to win that one more ring for me. For me personally. I'm not saying this is like, like absurd or none of that, but Curry got to give me one more ring. Curry over Magic, man. I'm sorry, I'm bro. I'm not bro. mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm happy that you like, I'm not mad at that, bro. I feel like that's not even a disrespectful thing to say at this point anymore, bro. Like, this, this is like, come on, man. Like, Curry done did everything he needed to do, bro. He got the finals MVP, man. He shut everybody up, bro. Hey, niggas was coming up with every excuse to not put him where he belonged, bro. He got the finals MVP, man. The, 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 the debate is over with me, man. All right, I got him. Right there, bro. Number one point guard ever, bro. That's just that's how I feel about bro, it, man. It ain't really nothing that somebody that can tell me to change my mind, bro. Think about his brain. You talking about as soon as he stepped from half court, he got three balls in his pocket. He got mid range. You see him starting to do a little fadeaway. He's starting to do a little shimmy. Don't let him learn that, bro. Don't let stuff start posting up like Kyrie. Yeah, really don't like that. Bro, I'm guarding. I'm guarding Curry 94 feet, bro. As soon as the ball gets taken down, I'm guarding him, bro. <laughs> That's crazy, and then, and then though. That's be, crazy. And then you gonna be running to your side and Draymond gonna set that big body screen. Wait, too, if I see Draymond, I'm Superman punching him on me. <laughs> if I see him, hey, bro. Hey, hey. And another thing, bro. Look, another thing that a lot of people don't be bringing up with the with the Curry and Magic shit, bro. A lot of people be saying Magic was a better defender than him, bro. Magic wasn't really that great of a defender like that, and he was known not to be that great of a defender like that, bro. And a lot of people do not talk about this shit, bro. Hey, I'm, I know. Hey, if I sound like the grandpa, it's nah, cool, bro. I've been doing my pissing, research. You're pissing off somebody's grandpa. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, hey, <laughs> it is what it is, man. Y'all take. I already said this shit on my platform, so I'm not. I'm not gonna say one thing and then come See, back and say some other shit. I already said it, bro. So I don't, <laughs> I'm just saying it on y'all shit now. I just don't like comparing like old players' defense to like current players' defense because the game was completely different and they played in two different eras. Like I, I personally don't like comparing like like players of different generations. Because the game of basketball is it, it, it always evolves, like it's always different. So it's kind of hard for me, like, oh, Curry was a better defender than Magic, or Magic was better defender than Curry. They was guarding two different type of players. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was in two different areas of basketball. You know what I'm saying? Magic was a great defender for his time. Curry was Curry is a pretty. He, he became a solid defender for his time, and I'm going to favor Curry because Curry's guarding the most skillful players that we ever seen. Exactly. So I'm a favorite Curry, but I just personally don't like comparing new and old, and in especially with basketball, I don't like comparing it. 
Hey, I respect. But that's 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 understandable shit. I I ain't knocking that man. But you know, this is the conversation that comes up, man. We are on a sports show, so I'm I'm here to give my takes on it. You know what I'm saying? It's just this this is how I feel about it because it's like it's always gonna be a thing when you're talking on sports. It's always gonna be a thing of comparing and shit like that. It's always gonna be the case. So I'm just like that's how that's how I feel about it, man. Magic played point guard. I I respect it because you know what. You know what I, I be thinking sometimes? Do y'all feel like they should take um, Will scoring record away that 100-point game? Nah, do you nah, think that nah, should bro. really... 100 is 100. 100 is 100. 100 is 100. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> Even though I will, say this, now, footage, I will say this now, I will say this now, I personally believe that Will Chamberlain wasn't a real human being. He was a myth. Never existed because his stories just don't add up. You had sex with over a thousand women. You scored a hundred points. You averaged fifty. You averaged like thirty rebounds. Don't make sense. I just don't believe it. You wasn't real. Nah, his even, be, even better story. He was in high school. Couldn't play in the amateur without losing his amateur status to play in high school. So he played in the NBA under another name, yeah. and that was like sense. that was like mad weird to me. He was like like so he's how sixteen playing, playing in the NBA? It doesn't make sense. I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Somebody needs to give me more proof that he was a real person. And I need to see the footage, bro. Like, but you know what's so crazy? We see footage of him running down the court like a freaking yeah, gazelle. That's but- crazy. <laughs> that <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Bro was jumping. He's touching the top of the backboard. It didn't make sense, bro. <laughs> nah, man. Oh, jeez. But- so, shit, he might be the rawest prospect ever. He might be. Word. Nah, <laughs> put Will right now, bro. <laughs> Wilt, Wilt the class of 2023, bro. How he number one, he beating Victor out. Listen, we don't got Wilt. We got Otto Porter. We don't got Wilt. We got Otto Porter Jr. It's okay. It looked like it. That looked like it. That might be his grandson. Word too. Yo, bro. Listen, a, a thousand women. Shit. Yo, bro, and it's crazy. Like, yo, bro, didn't have one kid. That's crazy. But my thing is though. <laughs> never mind. I'm. Keep up. I'm. Never mind. <laughs> Hey man, but that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in to EP12. We appreciate appreciate y'all, all the fans. Keep showing us love. We're gonna keep on giving you this amazing content. Um, starting five out for the bottom of the net. See us next week.